Avenue, the ladies love, and I am your host. This is Cold Hearted Radio. Uh, today's date is June 7, 2020th, and we got a great, great episode today. Uh, this is episode six. Today, we'll be discussing integration versus segregation and how those terms has helped or possibly caused harm to our movements. Then, we're also going to dive into religion, specifically Christianity, and talk about how it has basically hindered our progress. It makes us docile. Um, anyway, got some special guests here. We got my co-host here. Um, got my uh, uh, guest from last week, Olin, as well as a new guest uh, for this week named Randall. Um, we're going to have a great show, so whatever y'all got to do, get your coffee, get your blunts, whatever it is to get your mind right for this episode, get yourself right right now. You got 10 seconds, all right? What's good, what's good? It's Cold Hearted Radio. I'm your host once again. It's Avenue. Uh, we got another wonderful episode, like I said. Uh, I got Randall here. I got um, I got Olden up in here again. And we got James here. And like I said, we're talking about integration versus, uh, well, not versus, but we're talking about integration, segregation, as well as uh, things that, that kept us docile. I see we got Angie finally in here. Oh, Angie in the room. Hey, what's up, Angie? <laughs> It's all good. We'll, we'll we'll get you we'll get you worked in the best way we can. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and get started. Uh, the first topic that we wanted to talk about is uh, integration, and I wanted to kind of go in depth. On, what's up? No, nah, go ahead. That's Angie. I got. Um, go ahead. Do you think? Okay. So the first thing we want to talk about uh, with integration. Um, what I mean by integration. For like since the beginning of our our time, as far as like the history that we've been taught, um, integration has been one of the main like stumps to a lot of our movements. Every time we start something, uh, for some reason we've been taught that we need to add other people or other entities to it that don't have the same mindset that we do or have the same background or even want the same thing. So a lot of times it kind of overshadow or, or uh, overpower a lot of a lot of movements that we have going on. So with with uh, integration, um, my question to to, to y'all: um, Do you understand integration? Do you think it's a good thing? Do you think it's a bad thing? Uh, just give me your your, your mindset, because Olin, me and Olin had a great discussion last week. I just want to hear what, what y'all what y'all think about uh, integration. Um, I guess from my standpoint, integration is, is garbage to me um, because you just got a lot of other distractions going on. The movement starts out, okay, yeah, we're going to get on one page. We all going to be on one movement. Regardless of how many ignorance that you have around you, you still can work with the people because why? Y'all are on the same page. They may want to be right. radicalist, and that may be understandable. Okay, yeah, bro, you yeah, bro. You understand? I'm, you're, you're, you're mad. That's cool. Then you got these people that you bring in from an outside entity to say, hey, could you teach us how to do this? 
Now, everybody's focus is not the same. My focus is to get a million dollars and to get the land. Do maybe $2 million to get all the guns. And then you got somebody over here on the other side said, well, hey, man, Randall's wrong about wanting to get that uh, that land, man. I think we need to go get $3,000, $3 million worth of guns. Fuck that land. Mm. So now, instead of us being integrated on one straight path, all of us are going in different directions. And then we have chaos and, and you know, turmoil. And then all of a sudden, the one leader gets up and says, hey, man, let's try this one more time. We're not going to mess with John and them over there. We're going to go straight forward. Next thing you know, you meet Susan and Ralph. Right. They're going to teach us how to grow the plants. They're going to teach us how to build the shacks. They're going to teach us how to do that. But the whole time, Susan's going to want to mess with you. Susan's going to want to mess with this dude. So now we got it, it is, it's too much, man. It's too much. That's the problem now. That's what I see anyway. From my opinion, with this whole you know pandemic and all of this other stuff, even back when the depression hit, you had rappers with millions of dollars. I know I done spent some money with them dudes. I know I done put money in their pocket. You mean right. to tell me all this is going on for I would have a second you couldn't say, hey, man, look, 10 of us get together, man, put $100,000 a piece and just put it right. back in the community. Right. But be the first ones to jump up and say, hey, you know, like the Killer Mike situation in the T.I. Hey, man, y'all don't tear up Atlanta. Nigga, no, don't tear up Atlanta because it's your shit that we were about to tear up. It ain't mine. I don't own none of this. So to me, integration is no more than just another word of saying, hey, man, we just going to circumvent the Jim Crow letter and we're going to act the Jim Crow way because we as a black people can never get together because we always got to involve somebody else. I can learn how to, you know, grow the weed. Somebody else can learn how to make the paper. Somebody else can learn how to go down to Columbia and make the blunts or the cigars. And in that way, we can come together and get our own thing going. But because right. we have been taught this thing of separation, ah, oh, man, Ola, you smoking too much. Or, hey, man, you you know, your, your, your blunts ain't right. I'm criticizing you instead of saying, well, damn, bro, right. I really appreciate you, man, for all that you do. Like, look at look at how we do with it when it comes down to, to just eating healthy. Like, wow. <laughs> you, we, can't even, we can't even come together on that shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> I, I, man, I, I agree with you 125%, bro. Because, I mean, it's the same, like the same thing, man, O talked about last week. It's a lot of stuff that, that help us move forward. But for every step we take forward, we like not two steps. We got 55 steps pulling us backwards. Right, right. And it's all because we have a lot of people that have, we got a lot of black people with, uh, with white supremacy mindsets. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's that's really what what end up going on, and it, it literally it's, it's it's a cancer. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but I I, I want I want James O to put they put their uh, their peas in uh, on this to see what they got to say. Okay, who you want to go first? <laughs> no, James, you talk. <laughs> I, I know I know O I know O got some shit to say, so so we'll we'll let O speak last. So go, James, go ahead and say your part. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> You said two names, and then you okay. Well, I mean, you know, for me on my my part of the integration stuff, man. Like, I've been recently watching a lot of movies, you know, just because they allowed them to be free now because of all this foolishness going on. And sometimes it takes for us to use a white figurehead to get some certain shit done. So, like. For me, 
I know me personally with the seven businesses that I've had to run, things were easier when I had me a little white friend to say, hey, go over to that office and tell them folks that we're trying to do this and shit like that and let's get it done. And it was so much easier than me going in the office and then I'm looking at me with however many years of locks I had on my head talking about, oh, well, we would feel more secure if you had more collateral or any other fucking excuse they would give me. So when it comes down to integration, I mean, I don't like it because segregation to me wasn't a bad thing. Y'all keep the y'all selves, we keep the ourselves. Y'all bring y'all ass over here, we gonna fuck y'all up. Amen. Amen. You know, in order for us to be successful over here on this side, like sometimes the integration is necessary because we ain't gonna get nowhere if we have to go to them, but then we look like us and them keep denying us about this, that, and the third or whatever. So, you know, I really don't like it. I don't like the integration at all because it just makes y'all feel like I don't I don't know. I don't wanna say anything that you know, put anything on anybody. I'm going to say it like this. It's called hard radio. I feel like speak your heart, man. you <laughs> being able to stand out there with us and protest and everything, that's cute and everything, but like, you protesting, but you don't have to go through this shit. Like, so right. it means right. a whole different thing for us to have to deal with that stuff and then have a, a change happen because we were there. But Right. The fact that we've been trying to get these things changed for years and years and years, and now it's not changing until, like, all of these extra people have been added into what we've done been going through. Okay. So... And it's still not necessarily changing. It just, it's once again, it looked like it's, it looked like it's going to do something. And then I, I promise you, it's going to go snap right back to the dumb shit. And, and just, yeah, to, just and, to, like, I'm sorry, just to piggyback off of what he's saying, you, you know, that that's exactly what it's going to be. We're going to get all the way up to the forefront you know, all the way to the front and we're going to get right there to the signing in some kind of way they're going to shift it on some other bullshit. Oh, well, you know, uh, uh, George Bush then came back. He want to be the president. Some bullshit to kind of distract you from the truth. And that's what it always mm-hmm. is, man. And that's why I agree. You do kind of need that in integration. That, that white head and that person with that. But man, over the years, man, over the last, I'm going to say at least 10 to 15 years, I've noticed we have more and more young black men that are coming up with this wealth. And they're not doing it with the white people. So why we can't have right. segregation? Why are these brothers not the ones that are going to the forefront? You know what? White people right. appreciate y'all. But guess what? This is what the fuck we want. We want California. We want California right. Texas. And let all niggas move out there. The rest of you motherfuckers don't here to go. Right, self-sustaining. Hey, I fuck with that. I fuck with that. It's gonna fall off anyway. Shit, they might as well. Let's hey, right, shit. exactly. Because if that bitch landslides, <laughs> then you know we're gonna be out there having parties like a motherfucker. What you mean? Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn up. <laughs> I mean, shit. California got enough people by itself to be its own nation. Yeah, yeah, they do, and it's enough of us, man. Honestly, that's the reason why I feel like right now everything that we seeing. It's all bullshit and propaganda. Yeah, y'all are marching with us. Yeah, but the real deal about it is, y'all really don't want niggas to go home, get the AK, start strapping up, and being out here like that. Because you got not only do you got white officers, you got black officers going to look at that shit and say, you know what, I'm tired of this shit too. They gonna have to pick sides. They gonna have to pick sides. Exactly. And then not only that, you got black military men and women 
who actually, you know, see that shit and they like, fuck that. My granddaddy or my cousin died about some bullshit or my, or, you know, great, 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 great grandmama did it. So I ain't with it neither. So let's just all do it this way. It's a better way to go. That's why they like, okay, we got to change something now. Well, see, it's easy for us to say that they're civilians, but I'm going to tell you right now, with that military and that police officer stuff being black in that field, those people have signed and did this little oath and shit. They will lose their life if they decide to turn against the country and go protest and shit like that, which is why a lot of see, them that's the thing that, like, I, I like on the line with the I shield like and got, shit. Like because literally, their oath that they took said, uh-huh. if you decide to not do what we tell you to do, we will kill you. Hell, be, hell, bro. We we we, we live that life every day when we start our car up. We live that life walking out just walking out to you know to the like, store. For those soldiers and stuff, it's, it's a little different. Like, I, yeah, we out here with the same risk, but they literally, if they decide to, while they're standing up there, turn around and face the police instead of face us, they will be shot instantly. Like, that's that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you took the oath and you're going to turn your back on us? Oh, okay, blah. Well, shit, hey. They have well, legal uh, rights according to that oath and paper they signed. Really? Uh, I, 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 I want my boy Odie to say something. Okay, so. go ahead, Odie. It's your turn. Let's see what Odie got to say. Oh? Odie. Oh, see, they're watching us. They're listening to our podcast. Still here though. Let him unmute his camera. Oh Lord Jesus! He's still here though. Huh? Where he at? Oh, he oh, here. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I guess I guess he he probably been timed out for a second, but he's still on. Okay. Online. But so yeah, I, I I agree. I agree. They did, but again. That same oath that they signed, they losing their life regardless. Because regardless. I read the book, regardless whether it's for us or it's for you know, if he turn around and say, you know what, well, fuck this, I'm done, he stands a better chance of winning because now we looking like, oh hell yeah, we got somebody on our side. Whereas over yeah. there, you don't know why the fuck you even over there. You don't even know why you in Iran, Iraq. And if you think you over there to do some shit once you is there and you start to see. Damn, these is black people like me. These motherfuckers struggling yeah. worse than you us. Know what? Yeah, I hear me. Oh, okay. I like, I like, I like what you're saying. Uh, I like what both of y'all are saying. For one, because it's actually showing the, 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 you know, what I'm saying the divide, but it's also showing how, how we together on the right. mindset. Um, but I feel what you're saying because at the end of the day, yeah, you do me. have to have a fight or flight situation where you got to sit here and say, all right. Either way it go, they're gonna kill me. They killing my people anyway. You know what I'm saying? It, I don't. I can't even count how many people I know that done been in the military and now they back home and they get treated right. like shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you get forced to like most of the people, most of the, the military people that become police officers, they ain't did that shit because of because they. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a high percentage of them just did it because that's the job that was hired. Right. It ain't no different from somebody yeah, getting exactly. murdered. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing when people join the military. Like, nigga, don't tr- don't really act like you did this shit to be, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, because it ain't there. Hold them back. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? No. Let's keep it real. You wanted that check and that card. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about it. Shit, I was like, well, shit, I can go to, I can go to, you know what I'm saying? Then I can pay for my school. Or no, they'll pay for my school. Right. Blase, blase. It's the same little trick. Um, but yeah, so we, we're going we gonna to move on from, from uh, that 
position and we're gonna uh kind of move on to um how because uh, we did we did actually speak on the segregation right. part and as, as far as with integration but i do want to talk to you guys about um how do y'all feel about uh me i'm not religious i'm spiritual i i, I believe in a, 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 a one powerful being but i don't put all the extra stuff on there um and I'm a type of person where I want to get back to, you know, what our ancestors felt. You know what I'm saying? I feel like uh, Christianity was put on us to enslave us, not to right. free us. But for some reason, it's another thing that that, that got it didn't got convoluted, and and literally, it's making us docile. Because even if you read the Bible like you're supposed to, what they, what they say. It, it's all it's just it's confusing because the actual black christian that you see on the street is different from the stuff that's in the bible full you know contradiction so it's it's, it's, it's yeah it's, it's even confusing on top of confusing because it's, it's like i'm, I'm like all right where we stand at all right we got yeah, okay, all right, yeah 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 okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> brother that guy so we had slid down to the religion part of, of, of how they didn't rock us to sleep, but do you wanna do you wanna uh do you wanna put anything uh as far as the integration? Um, yeah, so my whole views on the integration and segregation thing is that I'm actually I believe that, you know, integration is a good thing for us regardless so however it's said and done. Now I do believe in both of you know saying uh Randall and Shaq saying that we should still have our own. But at the same time, I still feel like yeah. we still have integration because when you look at the numbers, we're outnumbered by them regardless. So even if we get every black person in the United States to go vote and they go vote for their one side, we lose. Then on top of that, you think about everything that's set up in the way of how you have all these voting restrictions and this, there, and the third, you're knocking off at least 40 to 50% of the black vote right there. So when I hear people say, oh, let's go to the polls, yes, we can go to the polls, but we're already outnumbered if we all go to the polls regardless. So I still feel like, like Shaq was saying, that we still need some of them at the same time because they have to understand that they have a privilege and they have to play their part and don't try to get into this and try to take leeway or try to be a leader or try to be a voice for this party when you know you don't have a voice in this party. You don't know what we feel. You don't know that pain that we feel. So mm-hmm. At the same time, though, but you can still be an asset because we know you can get places that we can't get to. Right. So right. you can go into these businesses and these meetings and you can lay down everything. They'll shake your hand, let you sign the paper, invite you to lunch and everything. But at the same time, we sit back at the bigger table like, appreciate that, and we're running the show. True, true. And that's that, that's that's what I was speaking on <laughs> when I was just saying. Yeah. Uh, My whole go- thing is that the problem when, because I, I, I actually, since last week, I've been talking to a lot of older people um, about things they experienced with segregation and integration and things like that. And the thing that I hear a lot of them saying is that they even knew that the battle that they were fighting back then wasn't going to be a battle that they were going to be able to win. But it was up to us to continue that battle. But somewhere in that and continue that battle, we done got lost on what we're supposed to do. And now we're sitting here mm-hmm. trying to go to the table or trying to go to the white man and telling him what we should get now and what we need now. And we have to understand the battle for what we should get now and tomorrow is lost already. 
it's done. It's over with. So we have to move past that right now. Now it's like, okay, look, I know I'm not going to reap this benefit from this fight, though, this battle that was going on, or this war that we're going on right now. But I need to reassess my agenda. And you know what? Let me set a game plan for my children, my grandchildren, and my great grandchildren. So let me work on that game plan. Right. So let's not work. Up, let's let's not not me worried about what I can do now, what I can do about changing tomorrow or anything like that. It's like, okay, what can I do now that's going to solidify, be essential, and going to take care of everything for my child and everyone behind that generation now? What can I do? And that's the path we have to get on and understand that the battle we're trying to fight today is already lost because that one thing we have to understand that they already had this plan running and going and moving. We didn't have a plan. Mm-hmm. We got lazy at the table. Right. So we don't have a plan. We're trying to come together and we can't do anything. So we have to sit back and get You're a right. better idea, a better assessment of the agenda. And it is some things that we can get now as far as when it comes to police brutality and voting and, 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 and the rights and, and, and everything being on fair ground. Some of those things we can get, but some of those things we have to understand that those things are going to take time and we don't need to rush that process. We need to fight for it and we need to have a rest of that fight. But we need to understand that that deadline for one of those fights it's not going to be won until our kids are going across that stage with their college degrees. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And since you're talking about well, see, see that's that's why that's why I wanted to open up this this kind of table of discussion. To me, this is a real table talk. You know, what I'm saying I ain't throwing no shade at nobody, but I'm just saying. Um, but that's why I wanted to open up this line of discussion because the it's a reasoning why we haven't got past. Let's say if if, it, if it's a five step process. The furthest we've gotten is to like step two and a half. We almost like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm from Atlanta, but we almost like our sports teams when it comes down to our problems. We like, we get real close and then we don't get close enough. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's almost like we, we get stagnant right there. And the only reason why we get stagnant right there is because this stuff is designed for us to literally be everything. You know what I'm saying? That's why, that's why, we get, why I have put the topics like that together as far as integration, segregation, religion. Um, and then examples would be at the end as far as the Kanye, the Candace Owens stuff or the Oprah, right. Oprah stuff that's going on. Um, because that's literally why, like, if you look at the whole format, they scared us with a disease, you know what I'm saying? Uh, quickly did some stupid laws while, while we sitting there scared about something, you know what I'm saying? And then right after that, they, they, the phase two, all right, let's go do a sacrifice. Wow. You know what I'm saying? The, the sacrifice happened. Now we pissed off. Now we mad, and they force us. They put it on everything. It's on our phones. It's on the TV. It's on everything. So you can't right. help but see it. So on top of you realizing that this is this is a vision year, so you now you starting to look at it like, hey, why my white friends ain't mad? Why they ain't said nothing? So it's like all this stuff is all building up just to. It's like a big old. It's a psyop. You know what I'm saying? But just to control you, and the only reason why this stuff keep happening is because those those three things. Well, see, even though we need two see, of them, my thing is when it comes to um, the vision or what people have to understand and see in the line is that a lot of people. I think a lot of people don't really understand or even know the true history of Atlanta or the true history of Georgia itself. Right. And people right. have to understand right. since, the, since the whole abolishment of slavery and all this there in the third and the, the, the Civil War and, and the Union War, the South 
changed their whole game plan. They already knew that this is what they what they wanted, what they wanted to do. And people have to understand way back in those times, the Democrats was the most racist people on the planet. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Man. The Democrats <laughs> was the most racist yep. people on the planet. And they 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 Still are the are ones technically- who literally set up all of these laws that's oppressing the black community. They yes, don't sir. understand that. And see, when people have to, if you go back into the history, the people don't understand it because Georgia literally tried to wipe this out in the history book because they didn't want this. They worked some deal with the NAACP to say whatever, whatever, and they tried to wipe it out the history. But it was a genocide mm-hmm. in Georgia on the on, on black people. If you go back, they're going to say, oh, they killed maybe like 25 people or whatever. No, they didn't. But they killed hundreds it, it, it of was, thousands. It was, it was in the hundreds. Yeah, it yeah. was in the hundreds and thousands because in the South, the blacks outnumbered the whites because of how they had slaves. Because right. at that point in time, right. oh, yeah. slavery, you have to think about this. When they had slaves, you had a family. Yeah, they had white people, whatever. Let's just sit here and say, let's give that number like six white people on this farm. But think about how many slaves they had out there. It's yeah, like, they had like 100. Yeah. Whatever. So when people heard Kanye West sit there and said that when he was sat there saying that, oh, slavery was a choice or whatever, I, don't, I never agreed with that because it wasn't a choice because it was a whole psychological warfare being done. Exactly. At the same time. Yeah. But, if but at the same time, we had the numbers to outnumber them on their own farm. But they played into our heads and people have to understand and, 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 and people don't really pay that attention is that the brain is the strongest muscle Ooh, in the body. Yep. So and we only I, use yep. 15% of it. That's it. So if I can, can sit here and control your brain, I don't care how strong you get, how many abs, how big your arm is. long as I can have control over your brain and the way you're thinking, you, you're done. Exactly. Because see, that's the same Bro, thing that's about what the like they, that they, they did. elephants. They got them elephants when they was little, had them on a little rope or whatever, stuck in the ground. That little elephant couldn't pull it. And as it got bigger, it would have been able to snatch that shit loose and knock all this shit down. But because of that mindset, little, it ain't even trying no more. And that's what we are. Right. We done got stifled and ain't even trying no more. Exactly. And that's exactly what I mean when I say if we stand together and we say, hey, man, look, you know, all of our minds are strong. We can do this. It ain't about the physical. It's about to mm-hmm. stop going to spend that money, going to do this, going to do that for them. Like they did when they honestly, when they did that movement in Alabama and they stopped riding the buses, that money that they lost, they had no choice but to say, you know what? OK, so they 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 beat us. We're going to yeah. go ahead and come with a whole other plan. They won. But that was one little bitty ass battle in this fucking war, bro. One. We've been doing this shit for years. OK. Now check this out. Check this out. Now the reason why all this stuff happening um, in, in in my in, from from our conversation and everything that we talk talking about is every every movement they find some kind of way to hit us on our weak on our weak spots. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> it come down to how they had our mind wrapped during that time. They kept us lost because they beat right. religion down our throat. They literally, and but but what they end up doing to us is what we come from. They did witchcraft to us. That's the only the only thing that lasts like decades and centuries is a curse. That's the only thing that lasts that long. If, if we if we speaking for real, for real, the only thing that lasts that long is a curse. And they literally did with they did our own our own shit to us. And that shit has is like deep down inside us because no matter what, if you look at the people that were sitting there. I mean, look at what's going on now. With the, with the, you got some folks saying this about the protest. You got some folks saying that, and then you got people like us realizing that, hey, all this shit is set up. Right, bricks down here. 
You know, what I mean? ain't like, worried about that shit. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. <clears throat> so you got you got that's where the divide comes in that because you literally have people that believe this one thing or this one person believe this, and but if you look at the key word and believe, right, it's lie in the mm. middle, mm. it's right in the middle of it. Because in order to tell some good truth, in order to tell tell a good lie, you got to have yeah. a lot of truth in that shit. So that's how they done kept us so docile. Where it's like we we have like nigga, if you look at the, uh, how comic books are, are are made or whatever, right? We are literally the 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 villain in the story. Only thing the villain wants is just a, a right. equal life. You know what I'm saying? They want shit equal playing field, but for some reason the hero's like, no, nah, nigga. You know what I'm saying? If you look at the X Men. Uh, the X Men just want to live, live, live freely. You know what I'm saying, and have, and have, you know, to be able to train their powers and all that little shit like that. Right. And still be who they are. But the society was like, no, nah, fuck that. Y'all not normal. Wow. So it's like that literally explains that's that's us. We have the power to like literally get up and and change the whole game. But you got a couple people that got their ankle cut a little bit, so they they like, no, nah, I don't I don't like that feeling. But nigga, if we all do it together, <laughs> they can right. they can cut right. everybody ankle. Exactly. But it's these things like, bro. Even even like even my own family, bro. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a recording artist, whatever. I, I I'm an entertainer. Um, and even my own family, so half of my family were like, yeah, yeah, you know, speak your truth, say what you got to say. The other half of it, like, no. You know, don't say nothing. Don't don't talk about that. Just do your music. You know, you don't want to. You know what I'm saying? You, uh-huh. don't, you don't want to say the wrong thing. Try to hush you. Mm-hmm. So you literally, have, man. That's what I'm saying. You have that same like. It's it's literally what keeps us in a in a in this little. Well, it, that we you, even what Olin what Olin was saying about the whole you know going back the genocide the whole thing even how they bought us off the boat even how they kept us you know five six hundred thousand people. Yeah. At bay, you know what I'm saying? It was always those first 10 that they bought out, you better than them. You're going to teach them. And then you got that mindset. So they didn't actually have to do witchcraft over the whole crew. They just had to put it in the first 10 to 15 yep. that would infect the rest. Because that's all it is. It's an infection. Bro, fear is an infection. Okay, you, right. Yeah. You punk out punk out the biggest one. Punk out the biggest and, one or the strongest one. Yep, that's it. Yeah. yeah, basically. Basically. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> nigga, you want some whole whole cakes? Nah, dog, I'm good. Then about twelve, one o'clock. Hey man, you think I can get one of them whole whole cakes? But you his bitch now. Uh uh-uh, uh, bro, you gotta stand up. You gotta nah, nigga. Fuck your whole <laughs> cakes, nigga. Fuck you and this whole right. cake. Fuck you mean? And just you have to tighten right. your belt up. Yeah. My thing is now is that I believe yeah. that now the black community is the one that's affecting itself now. The black community is what's affecting us now because we're so divided, we're mm. so apart, we're so anti, we're so this, that, and the third. At the same time, when you look at our own pot, it's like we 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 all sitting here having different narratives, different views, and different intakes on the world, and we have to understand that. You know the situation that was given upon us, or that was we, that we were born into, was basically a plate with nothing on it. And now you have everybody trying to script and scrap and try to put something on that plate. But at the same time, it's like you're trying to give me, give me, give me, but you're not trying to give nothing back. 
you're 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 sitting here like mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying prime example. You're like I don't like I I hate when I hear people say oh you know they became an artist and they moved out the hood. Okay, that's what you're supposed to do. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's what you're supposed to do. But when you're moving out the hood, you're supposed to come back to your hood and bless the hood. You're supposed to take care of it. You're supposed to make sure something is set up that the kids or the generation or the next upcoming generation don't have to live that same lifestyle that you live or don't have to make those same decisions and right. that you live. Or make, you right. Make. And we're so quick to put some, you know, we're we're the, we're our worst, you know, we're we're the, our worst critics. We're quick to sit here and talk about another black person mm -hmm. or another black woman instead of just trying to understand what they're trying to do for one another or what they're trying to do for themselves and say, you know what, what you're doing not work doesn't work for me, but I commend what you're doing because it's getting you to where you're trying to get to. Ooh. You know what? That is a that is the most perfect segue into this the Kanye Oprah Candace <laughs> Owens thing, bro. Like I, I applaud you, man. That's that's like the, hey, welcome to the show, bro. <laughs> okay, so my thing is, I want to dig into the Candace Owens thing first. Um, my thing about the Candace right. Owens is that people, I, I, I wish people have to understand that certain things, certain people, you can't give attention because that's what they want you to do. Right. Like, if you think about, okay, prime example, if you think about that uh, Childish Gambino, um, This Is America video. Oh. It, the whole mm -hmm. time, if you notice, it's a lot of stuff going on in the background. But the whole time, he had black folks in front of you dancing to keep your keep you watching them instead yep. of seeing what's really going on behind the scenes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And see, what people don't what? understand is Candace Owens is that dancing nigga <laughs> yes. behind the scenes. And that y'all don't have to understand Ooh, that she, like, that's on. someone... Okay, people have to understand that some people made it up in their mind a long time ago that they threw morals out the window. And when yeah. someone throws moral out the window, there is nothing you can do to try to talk to that person, to bring that person to understand your views, to see what they're trying to get, to get them to see what you're trying to say. There's nothing you can do because that person moral is gone. And that, that the only thing that moves them is money. Plain yep. and simple. Yep. Now, yep. one thing the Republican Party is good for doing is wiping out everything. But Little do people know that before 2016 and 2015 and before, she was anti-Trump. So what happened at the end of 2015 that made you become, as she said, in the middle of the night, that transformed you in the middle of the night to all of a sudden become a right-wing Trump pro-Trump supporter? Man, do, do you see that ro robotic-looking smile on her? Like, she got this little real, this this grin on her face, man. Anytime she speaks, and I, I love what you're saying, bro, because I, I I was thinking about that. I was like, she's in jail. It's like a TV show. That's what people have to understand when you look at some people like that. So, and what we do is we fall for the trap, and we go back and forth, and we post comments, we talk about, it. we make her name bigger. Wow. But, that, but that's what you were saying. That, that's exactly wow. what you just said, man. That that we spend so much time degrading and demoralizing ourselves because. Why is they doing that? Uh, why are we so emotional about what the next person is doing? I don't care. That's how you got to right. think, man. But that's what they fall into. That's how we keep putting ourselves. That's why he said we take two and a half steps, get to that half step and say, hey, man, why are you wearing them pants? Now we all the way back to square one because we fight. Why? <laughs> right. Retarded. Yeah, right. That's what people have to understand is that you have, like, 
when you you take people like okay Kanye and you take people like uh, like you said Oprah or whatever coming out and doing whatever they they saying or whatever. Um, if you notice when that statement came out about Kanye, that statement did not come from Kanye. That statement came from someone around Kanye. Mm, That's yeah. And see, the thing people have to understand uh, is that just because you're just because someone is walking and saying Black Lives Matter, they that you have to understand the difference between a person's definition of what matters to them. Oh. And you have to say, what is that per what what, what is your definition of matter? What is what do you see matter as? And that's the difference. And see, some of these people are literally are forgetting that when you see companies saying, oh, Black Lives Matter, we only matter for sales. But right. our lives really don't matter to you. That's what we matter at for you. Right. That's what we matter at for you because you understand, prime example, Kanye, who's buying your Yeezys, Kanye? Who's doing this? Who's doing all of this? Mm-hmm. Who's buying your who's buying your, your your bullshit diet plans and, and listening to you and all that? It's 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 it's, it's right there. And people fail to realize when Trump got into office, nobody saw the chess move he was doing. Trump literally pulled pieces of every black person that literally could lead a black community. He brought in Steve Harvey. Why? Because Steve Harvey has the angry black women. So he oh. brought Steve Harvey in. Yep. And Steve Harvey yep. got on the radio station and told, oh, well, let's give this man a chance. And then the black women started loosening it up on Trump. And then he then he said, okay, well, let me let me get let me get to some of these 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 these, these hoodlums or whatever he want to call or whatever. So he brought in Kanye. So he brought in Kanye or whatever, and then he started buddy buddy with Kanye and giving Kanye assets. So then, when you saw Trump with Kanye, you didn't see Trump as a Trump when he was by himself. You saw a different Trump when he was next to Kanye. So yeah, everything was for imagery. Yeah. That's all. Everything was. It was just for imagery. It's to give every part, every person, every ethnic, every hatred, every person, or whatever you want to call it, a view of something that they can see in this person. And that's all Trump does. He aligns himself. It's just like it's just like the music industry. Like you ever notice when you see someone come in and they keep it's like nothing but features with this artist, nothing but features with this artist, and then all of a sudden it's like no more features. But right. that artist starts to sound like that artist that they was featuring all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, said, they, said, they they got back. No comment. What they wanted, they learned. They sat back and said, "They said, you know what? Let me pull this. They, okay, that's what's got the people gravitating towards him this time. Right. This let me pull this over here. And once they studied and then do it, they always sat here and said that the the, the grasshopper is always greater than the teacher. Mm, of course, because you get to sit, you get to sit back and watch what the Man. teacher get. The teacher gonna do what? Tell you all their mistakes and how they learn from the mistakes. And they sit there to Trump, tell him everything, Man. and he learns. He modifies it. He puts it together. And then nobody else, then nobody else pay attention to how he was knocking the other chess pieces off the table either. Because if you think about it, right now, even if Joe Biden wins, let's just I'm gonna just give you some crazy shit. If Joe Biden wins and he say fuck that, I want to recount. Guess what? He gets to stay because can't nobody go against him. Because why? He fired everybody. He moved everybody else. Why y'all exactly. only worried about this fucking pandemic? All this other bullshit and all this other propaganda. He's spitting out bullshit. Y'all arguing and talking about that. He like, get this motherfucker up out of here. Get that nigga up out of here. Because guess what? I ain't going no motherfucking way in the next four years. Yeah. I'm the fuck if I lose. Well, I, 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 I was just about to say, he's going to make himself president for life because he, he said he liked what she did in China. And, and man, Olin talked about this last week. 
He said he liked what she did, and he was like, oh, that's a good idea. Maybe we can do that for the United States one day. And if you think about it, Putin just yeah. did it in Russia. I promise you, this fool gonna try to make himself president for life. He's gonna set himself up. He's gonna cause enough controversies, enough whatever, where he can set a martial law with something where no voting, nothing that they can come upon. Because well, we're gonna well that's what the whole president. pandemic was about. Think about it, bro. Exactly. That was what the whole go in the house, go in the house. Now, if you thought Ooh. about it, they started that shit in April because I know I left work like April. They started that shit in April, right? It's June. Yeah. They still trying to extend that shit in certain states to where now you got the absentee voting. So now right. we know if we don't know nothing else, how do you get your shit to you? How do you get your shit to me? How do you get your shit to your mom across the world? Whatever. Mail. He went and attacked the mail. He was like, look, no more for y'all at the mail. Keep playing and I'm going to cut your funds off. You cut the funds off. You cut the mail off, man. That means you cut off all communication. That's the beginning of martial law. He came in there and did it, man. My, and that's and that's what he's getting ready to do to social media. Oh, okay. He's going to get ready to, to, nice. to, to put laws in place where the government is basically going to be the sole, like, okay, do y'all remember what happened to Napster? Like, okay. did y'all ever remember the Napster. story of what happened to Napster? No! Okay, the kid yeah. Napster created something where he was giving out free music. Basically, that was it. That's how, that's how, that, that's basically how you have Pandora, Apple Music, whatever. He, this kid invented the whole setup right. on how to do it. The government came in, took over everything, locked him up, charged him with all the whatever, you know, the, the charges you get for doing all that. Copyright infringements and all of that. Yeah. And then sold and then sold the rights to all the other companies to do it. Right. How'd that work? Wow. Strong so on that dude. That's 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 just what America does. That's what they're going to continue. Keep, that's what they're going to continue doing. But until we all come together and understand that there's there's nothing we can do for right now, and everything that we need to do has to be for the future and the years to come. Because when you, now you're seeing people stand up in front of us that's trying to stand up in front of us that's a, that are puppets now, like you said with Oprah. I just really want y'all to think about this whole Oprah situation. And she's getting ready to have this this little summit thing or whatever. And she got these mm -hmm. big name people or whatever coming on her show or whatever. But I want y'all to understand something. She's only showing it on her own cable network. Right. Now, the Oprah okay. Winfrey network oh, yeah. channel, which means in order to watch the <laughs> Oprah Winfrey network, you have to call your cable company, the white man, and say, hey, I want to get the package or pay for the Oprah Winfrey network. Or you have to pay wow. to have her app or whatever so you can stream whatever, whatever. Now, everyone knows that it's every way simple. If a, if a TV network wants to make their TV show or they, they channel public access for, for the time being, it's, they can do that with no problem. They just tell the cable company, yeah. the cable companies release a pack, release a uh, channel, and they get the channel for however many time or however long for the deadline. Right. But notice she's keeping that to herself. She wants the views for herself. Mm -hmm. She's using this for her own gain. Now she's not coming on a public broadcasting network or whatever and doing this. And and and, and some people are gonna come back and say, "Oh, she's trying to use her platform." You have to understand this: her channel is not the platform. Oprah is the platform. Uh -huh, right. Wherever Oprah go will be her platform. Uh -huh. 
no matter where she go. If Oprah goes to Walmart and Memorial Drive in, a, in Decatur, Georgia right now, that is her platform. It would be millions and thousands of people there to listen to Okay. Her. But see, right. they don't, the thing is, right. they don't want to get out in front of it. And you have to understand, like I sit here and say, that's what you have to look at the difference of how much do my life really matter to you? Mm-hmm. Is my life just matter to you for you to get some extra points on your on, on, on your checklist of God? Or does this situation really hit home for you? Because if it really hits mm-hmm. home for you, then do you know how epic it would be if you was to lead a march Thank you. with the capacity and the power and the followers that you have? Right. Just think right. about that. Mm-hmm. Do you understand the avenues that you right. can link up with other people and even with white people and link up and, and, and open up a whole new avenue for the black community? Because I mean, they, they, they worship people. Don't, you know what I'm one thing I found out the other day that a Hispanic told me that I never paid no attention to until until the black community start owning brick and mortar. Then there's always going to be a white man on top of us. Yep. Yep. It's always going to be a white man until we get our own brick and mortar. It's always going to be a white man on top of us. Right. Because we have to understand in order to actually, you have to understand what ownership means. True ownership. People don't understand that. You don't have to. So when you look at these companies that have ownership, yeah, they might start off in a small store somewhere, but eventually they break ground on somewhere where they buy that land and then they build that company up. And then what do they do? They go to the government and get some type of tax exempt breaks to build this this property. Hell no. So Hello? That's what we have to think of. Yo, we, yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. God damn it. So, we still, we still. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Hello. That's the whole thing about it. Yeah, can you hear? <laughs> let me, let me, let me call him. I'm telling that we still, we still can hear. But that's the whole thing, and we have to understand it. Yeah, yeah, we sitting here talking about these black-owned businesses or store owners or whatever that they was destroying down in the city. But at the end of the day, who was they paying this rent? Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Who they paying right. this mortgage to? So at the end of the day, the yeah, you mess up a black business, but guess what? The white man still gets whatever he wants from that business because he still has insurance on the business mm-hmm. on top of the insurance that he made you get on top of the business. Right. And even when it goes into default, who will fall back to? Right, you? right. Uh, man, yeah. I don't know what happened. Y'all brothers, brothers can hear me, man. Yeah, we can hear you. And what people? No, he can't hear us. I don't think. Can you hear us? Yeah, so the thing is, right, what, what people don't understand about, oh. is that when it comes to renting a property, an owner can break your lease at mm-hmm. any given time he wants to, he decides he wants to sell that deal. Mm. It's automatically sell that way. The, it's, it's literally like prime example. If you, say, if you live in an apartment right now and you just signed a lease today on your brand new apartment and two weeks later you find a house and you buy a house, you can get out your lease for that apartment with no penalty, no nothing, and get your deposit back. Because they have laws that set up that 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 people don't understand that white people set up for them. Yeah. 
So they turn around and set up right. like prime example like that's what Trump and Obama they set up these leases and stuff because they know All right. they know for a fact that when they All have right, this gotcha. lease and this company say, Oh, we just signed a lease with Oprah for two years, but Oprah's already building something already. And that building's gonna be up in a couple of months. So once she right. builds that, she's allowed to get out that lease now because now she just built something that has owner, so now she can get break that lease. Right. So people are not actually paying attention to what the law, what the laws are really there, and not paying attention to what's actually going within them laws. So you're not seeing what's actually set up, and that we're not we're not able to get those benefits. But at the same time, we don't know that these benefits exist. Right. And it means nothing if I'm a black-owned business person if I'm in a white man's brick and mortar. Because the money I'm making. I got man, I, I like that. We got, we got, we got two minutes. Dang. I ain't never thought about it like that, man. That's something. That's something to chew on, man. I did. So yeah. <laughs> Me too. That's just what we got to think of, and we got to get back to the time of, like I say, I do believe that we should have uh, integration or whatever, but I believe at the same time we have to come together as a community as the black delegate, as the black nation, um, and understand that now we need to lay things out that's going to be for our kids and their kids and understand what we need to set up for them. We need right. to educate ourselves because there's so much that's that we simple. can do and so many steps that we can take to become our own entity and not have to worry about this shit for real. And see, now you say that, that, that brings up, a, I, want y'all yeah. to, I want y'all to think about this. For everyone that went to college, I want y'all to just think about this statement right here. Or think about this very closely. White history is a course you have to take your entire life mm-hmm. in education and must pass in order to graduate. I want y'all to think about that. I heard that you before. have to take I heard that that. history with all this in order to graduate. But black history is an elective. Hey. Think about Come on, that. boy. And wow! Black history classes in college is taught by some white guy oh. with a ball spot on the top of his head, some glasses and a beard, oh. and he sits in front of the class and <laughs> recites poems from black writers, and he thinks he just know the nation. Boy, I'm about to get off. I'm about to get off. And see what we need to start doing as a black community and home. We need to start turning away these white colleges and send our kids to these HBCUs. Hello, right. That's what we need to do. I don't give a damn if Stanford, Harvard, Yale, MIT, whatever come knocking at the door for your school. You send that child to that best school that can offer that same thing at a black school because once we start, think about it, white schools only make money off the black students. Yep. Yes, sir. Athletes, the sports, the education, everything is off the piggyback, off the backs of the black, off off, all these schools. Imagine, prime example, think about the University of Alabama. Think about how good that football team is. Now, name me a white person on Alabama team. <laughs> Think about this now. Think about this now. But now, imagine if you put all of them kids that went to University of Alabama and turned them kids and made them go to uh, uh, Alabama A&M. Just imagine if all them kids went to Alabama A&M or even Miles College or even Tuskegee or they went to, mm. to Clark Atlanta or Morehouse. Think about this now. Right. Now think about this though, because this this is I w- I would love it if you guys come back next 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 Sunday, man. I would love y'all come back because I want to uh, I want to actually stretch this topic next week 
as far as like the cleanup portion of of, of this of this three part <laughs> series or uh, how however long it's gonna go. Because it's also something that I wanted to talk about with the HBCUs because I, I I do believe in that, but I feel like we have an issue when it comes down to fraternities and sororities because they they kind of sworn to a certain thing too. So, but I want to go, we're we going to dig deep into that. And I wanted that to be like a topic next week that we actually can dive, dive deep into because that is something that we need to do that we need to actually try to uh, push towards. Right. But we got to make sure that we hold these schools yeah. accountable too. Because I know some schools that, yeah. that they do a lot more partying yeah. than, than teaching. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, Yo, oh, do you have any more good reads? Because last last week you dropped on us. You said uh, the the art of war. Um, you got any um, good good reads for us for this week? Is what I've been doing lately this week is um, I just been doing a lot of just fact checking and history checks on like current like just the state of Georgia, just trying to turn up, just trying to find out what actually went after the Civil War, what was going down in Georgia. So that's basically what I've been doing, and um, I've been talking with a lot of elderly people because. Right. I don't think a lot of us really actually, we know, but we don't really pay attention that we still have people that we can pick up and call on the phone that actually went through segregation and Jim Crow. You know, so we have right. people that, that literally was with Martin Luther King and things like that and whatnot. So I just ask, you know, our black community to sit down with our elderly and just listen to those stories. And I believe that we listen to those stories that can kind of shape the vision of what we should really be out here doing. I started a documentary of that type of stuff back in South Carolina years okay. ago, and I stopped. Yeah, that's why you should probably pick that. Yeah, you should probably pick that back. I gotta get back think, on that. I think that's the problem: is that the 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 older black generation is literally like they piss off at us. Like to be honest, they literally piss off yeah. at us because they look at us and they be like, okay. You know, this is what we fought for. We got to walk around and dress like this and act like this and talk like this and do this and do that. So, like, they really pissed off. So, like, they really, like, kind of step back and be like, y'all basically just undoing all the work that we did. And I think we just really need to sit down and talk to them. Because when you actually hear, like, a personal story, not some a story that someone's telling you, like, oh, this is what happened to my mom. Like, when they actually tell you a story... Like when my dad told me a story of a white man pouring a soda on him in the movie theater, like when you hear those stories, then that gives you a different wow. perception. Yeah. And then that makes you view things a whole lot differently on what, right. like, you know, that was, that literally went on in the city of Decatur when my dad was young. Mm-mm-mm. Damn. Okay. You put something in perspective right there. All right. Um, okay. All right. So so we got we got some homework we gotta do, I see. <laughs> um so it's been a it's been a great it's been a great show, man. I, I wanna thank y'all once again for, for uh coming in and, and blessing us with this great conversation. I, ain't coming. Uh, I hope y'all be back next week. It's gonna be the same time, uh same same, same station or whatever you wanna say. Um the actual show goes live in 24 hours. It'll be on everything, all platforms, all streaming platforms and everything. As far as if you want to listen to it right away, you can use this app right now, anchor.fm, um, or you can actually use this link. We'll be sharing in just a second. Uh, hey, 
Thank you. This is Cold Hearted Radio. I'm your host, Avenue Man. Peace, love, and harmony. Hey, man, y'all have a good day. Uh, All right, y'all man. Stay next time you can let us introduce ourselves when we start the next one. All right. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> oh, man, actually, before y'all hang out, uh, hang up, man, Um, if y'all can let the people know where uh, y'all can go. Ahead, Shaq. Oh, okay, well, as far as I'm concerned, Shaq Daddy, S-H-A-C-K-D-A-D-D-I-E on every outlet. Every. Next. <laughs> I think uh, 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 Randall's sound went out. Um, but, uh, uh, okay, tell, tell him where to catch you at. I think O's is out, too. All right, well, next week, we'll make sure that we have the information that y'all need <laughs> so y'all can find out how to catch these folks if y'all got any questions. Uh, we also do have a little um, question link thing that you can actually uh, you utilize, and if you have any uh, things that you want to drop off, any topics, anything like that, you can share them with us at any time. Uh, you can follow me at Avenue Sings, A-V-A-N-U-S-I-N-G-S, on everything, uh, or you can check out Official Avenue on everything, as well as Cold Hearted Radio uh, on Instagram. Is, do we have uh, the O? Can you hear online? Yeah. Just me and set. Okay. I guess the other two, they, they out. So um, we will catch y'all All next right. week, man. Peace, love, and harmony.